I'm Donna Peters, and this is season three of the award-winning Me Sweet podcast. The Me Suite is a community of career-driven, life-minded professionals sharing our stories, sharing what it means to lead our lives with purpose, planning, and power. What I call leading with a Me Suite mindset. Let's get in there. On today's episode of The Me Suite, I have a special guest who is joining us live from Nigeria. Her name is Chinwe Onuchukwu. She is the author of a book that is focused on young professionals, and it's called What's Next? Career Advancement Strategies for Young Professionals. Chinwe herself is a certified senior HR professional with an interesting past. She had started out studying biochemistry and has now found herself as a professional in the HR field. She is recognized as a top 100 career woman in Nigeria. She is married with two kids. I was very interested in having Chinwe join the Me Suite because of her focus on young professionals, her focus on our next generation leaders. You know in the Me Suite that we talk about staying fresh and relevant for the future that we want to have, and Chinwe is starting with the future by her focus on young professionals. It's an angle that I haven't yet taken in the Me Suite. So I was thrilled to have her illuminate this area of our career development and our future of leaders. Welcome Chinwe Onuchuku to the Me Suite. Hello, Donna. Thank you so much for having me. I have a lot to learn from you today, and, and thank you for shining a light on this part of the Me Suite that we really haven't paid enough attention to, next generation leaders. Before I jump in there, I want to start where we always start and ask Chinwe, what are your core values? Amazing. Thank you so much, Donna. I truly appreciate it. Okay, my core values, I, I love to use acronyms a lot. Yes. So my core values are hair. You know, the hair on our head? Yes. Okay, awesome. So it's honesty, accountability, integrity, and respect for people. Wow. So this is what I apply to my everyday life, to my career, to everybody around me. It's just hair. (laughs) It's just hair. I love it. And now now everyone listening to you is going to remember this forever. (laughs) So that's very good. That's the idea. (laughs) <laughs> is, is this something that you have known for a long time or did you come to this farther in your career and just farther in your adulthood? Okay, you, you know, over time in our lives, we evolve and um, it, it's not something that I've known all the while, but I had some characters that um, were innate growing up and all that. So um, it was recently in my adulthood that I had to form this hair mm. because I sat down and I looked at my life and I looked at what are the things that are important to me as a person mm. in my relationship with people, um, in my relationship at work, the way I do my work or, or the way I serve people. These are the things that come top notch for me. They are priority for me. Honesty is critical in dealing with people. And I have to be accountable to the people I'm in a relationship with, mm. whether it's a coaching relationship or work relationship, a business relationship, I have to be accountable. And integrity is something that if you lose it, you lose everything. So 
integrity is top-notch, then a lot of times the one that is most overlooked is respect for the human being. Okay. Regardless of who you are, your level in the society, your class, your career situation, I have to respect you. And I demand respect as well in return. So that's here for me. Yeah. I am so lucky to have had a chance to meet you. I'm really looking forward to this. I have a question. I just want to get it out there. How did you go from studying biochemistry to becoming a professional in HR and a career coach? That's such an amazing question. And (laughs) I love to share my story about that journey Mm. a lot of times, okay? Um, During my undergrad years, um, studying biochemistry, we had opportunity for internship. Mm. That is why I strongly recommend internship for everybody. It is required, okay? So during my internship, I had this opportunity to work um, in the chemistry lab of a pharmaceutical company. Mm. The first week was totally, totally amazing. It was my first time in a work environment, yeah? And I enjoyed being in the work environment. But when it came to the second week, it became so monotonous. I was feeling bored, you know? Ah, That was quick. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I am like that. I lose attention easily, okay? When I was growing up. And um, I said to myself, do I really want to be stuck in a chemical chemistry lab mixing chemicals all my life? You know, and I started asking myself, as at then, it didn't sit well with the life that I had then. It did not sit well with who I thought I was at that time. Mm. So I just decided to myself, okay, I'm just going to finish up this course. I was in my year three, one more year to go. Then at the end of the four years, I'm just going to figure out what I'm going to do. Then I left school. And I went for youth service. There's something we call in Nigeria youth service. It's a one-year service that you have to do for the government. Ah. Okay. So during that youth service, I had worked in a school. And I felt that I loved to teach. I loved to engage people. I loved the way I related with the students and all that. It opened a new area for me. But then again, I asked myself, okay, do I want to be an educator? Um, I still could not answer the question at that time. However, when I finished my youth service, I got an opportunity to work for a tech company as an admin officer. Mm -hmm. So I came into that role and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. So I began to do administration. Then I I was moved into business development. And that was also interesting. I enjoyed it from business development. I left that organization and went to another organization and I started doing contracting and procurement and um, in addition with administration as well. So my line manager, as it was a startup company, yeah? And my line manager then said to me, Chiwe, you're so good in administration and you're good in what you're doing. Do you mind setting up the HR department for us? And I did a double take. I'm like, what? <laughs> you say that again? Yeah. What, what did you just say? She said, yes, you can just set up the HR department. I was like, first I got scared. I got cold feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because then, okay, what is HR? And I started asking myself, so what is HR? She said, don't worry. I'm going to introduce you to somebody that can help you out. 
Then she took me to this lady, fantastic, fantastic lady. And then she mentored me. She helped me. And I set up the HR department for that company and is thriving now. And I just realized that I just loved HR. Again, the value that it brings to the business, everything about HR, it just stuck. And that was where I stuck. Let me tell you all the things I love in this story. You are constantly open-minded about the experience. It sounds like there's a lot of positivity in your mindset and curiosity in your mindset as you're going through all these different experiences. And I think that that is a really special theme for young professionals, right? Absolutely. I always say to people, okay, you you said it, you really have to be curious. Then you have to be open to learning, okay? Jobs have moved beyond, I am just going to stick to what's on my job description, Mm. yeah? We have to be open to accept and open to learn new things, open to explore and just make ourselves relevant. You just said the magic phrase, I think, which is you felt challenged. You wanted to prove yourself and people trusted you. So you wanted to deliver back to your core values of accountability and integrity, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So now I absolutely see why you are doing what you're doing in the universe. This makes perfect sense. So let's shift over to your book and the career coaching and advisory that you do. And again, I'll remind listeners that the book is called What's Next? Career Advancement Strategies for Young Professionals. Can we start with what are the general themes in What's Next? And and how are they helping address some of the key questions that you hear young professionals wrestling with? Awesome, awesome. Okay, so there are four basic chapters in in What's Next, yeah? And then the first chapter, it's titled What I Ordered Versus What They Gave Me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so drawing an attention to that, um, I'm shining the light on that area to say that you don't really have to settle for less. You don't have to settle for what you don't want. Great. All right? What you want will come. Okay, you just have to be patient for it and then and, um, try again to, to possibly get it right. Wonderful. Yeah. Chapter four of it says, what next? Okay. Now you have gotten the job that you desired. So what are you going to do next to thrive on the job? So there I listed a, a, a lot of things that you're going to help every young professional thrive on the job yeah the job is a means it's not a means to an end it's just a means uh-huh okay for you to show who you are for you to prove what you can do for you to show yes okay this is me and i can do this that and the other i have the skills okay there's another part of the book in chapter two where it says okay and um, do you even understand who you are uh-huh. what are your career because a lot of young professionals especially when I uh, um, engage them in coaching sessions, a lot of them don't even know the skills that they have. Yeah. And a lot of them don't even have career goals. Okay. So I have shone the light in that area again. So before you can proceed to become that professional on a fast track, you must know your career goals. Where are you headed? What do you want out of life? Okay. Then what are your skills? Articulate your skills so you can see them easily. 
because I've, I've been, okay, in, in my capacity as HR, I've been involved in talent acquisition. And you see a lot of times when these young people come, uh, come to you, they, uh, I'm looking for a job. So what kind of job are you looking for? I ask them, what kind of job are you looking for? They say anything. Mm. I'm like, anything is not a job. Uh-huh. So what are you really looking for? Okay, you have to know and you have to be confident and know. Okay, so when you tell me anything, I'm looking for any kind of job. Then I ask you, what are your skills? And you're staring at me. Oh, okay, my skills. Mm, Yeah. Then I ask you, okay, you need to identify what your skills are. Okay, in the book, I also talk about um, interview guidelines. You know, we're living in the new world of work today. And then recently we've been engaging on online interviews. The last interviews I, I, I did last year were all done online. Yeah. And I would say that those were the best set of interviews that I have done in a very long time. Really? Why okay, is so, that? Yeah, because I, I don't know, because I'm sitting in the comfort of my home. Um, the candidate is in the comfort of his or her home. Uh, and we're just engaging freely. There's no pressure, really. Okay. Interesting. Because I felt that, okay, if it was a face-to-face, you may find the candidates rejecting or not being, on, not being sure of themselves and lack of confidence. Um, but this one, it was very interesting and engaging and it was a beautiful session. It also talks about um, the value of internship, which I have uh-huh. talked about internship and volunteering. Okay. So when you are at home as a student, um, while the university is on strike, what are you doing with your free time? Mm. That's a time for you to volunteer somewhere to learn a skill or build up on the skills that you already have. Nice. So every holiday you have should be channeled to developing yourself in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have packed in that book and I hope somebody can unpack it and then learn the lessons from it. It is packed and extremely timely. So we'll we'll have information for how people can access this book at the end of the at the end of the discussion. I do want to go back and ask you a question. When you mentioned sometimes the people come to you and they have not identified their goals and they haven't really identified their skills. I find sometimes with young people entering the workforce, they're afraid of jumping into something and getting stuck in something that they really don't want to do forever. And sometimes that really narrows them because they think they can find a perfect job. I believe there's no such thing as a perfect job. How do you coach people through that paralysis of, I don't know exactly what I want, but I know I don't want to be doing that forever. How do you coach them through that that moment of being comfortable that the job isn't perfect? You know, Donna, that's the beauty of being young there. Mm. You you. You have time to explore. Nice. Okay. I, I, I did some a bit of exploring myself. I moved from administration to, okay, first I moved from a, a lab attendant to yeah. an administrator to a business development to contracting and procurement. As long as you're young, yeah. And the beauty of exploring is you're building skills, mm. okay? And your skills can be transferable. Yes. Okay. So it's just the mindset. That mindset of being stuck is what needs to be dealt with. Okay. 
go into the job, give yourself one year, mm. see how you feel about it. Enjoy the process. Even if it's not appealing to you at the moment, spend a bit of time there, spend six months. You will be able to gain certain um, experience in six months that you can't transfer to another area or another field. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't always be in a hurry. Yeah. And if you, even if you feel stuck, what, what are the reasons why you're feeling stuck? Can you identify them? Okay. Or probably the job is not speaking to. And then again, okay, when, when you're looking for a job, a lot of us tend to see, okay, what's available, what's open? Let me just jump in and then I find my path from there, okay? That's what happens a lot of times. So be open-minded, have an open mind. My line manager had seen something in me that I didn't know I had and had trusted me to um, set up the HR department. Imagine that I was just leaving school. I just had two years experience. Mm. I joined this startup as an admin officer and they now impose that responsibility on me. It is because they had seen something, okay? So I always tell people, when you get into an environment, don't just focus on your job description. Um, A a lot of young professionals that I've seen, um, they tend to say, okay, this is the job that I'm employed to do. I'm just going to do my job and I'm going to move on. No, you should go outside of your job build visibility, build credibility, just generally let people know who you are, build meaningful relationships. So this is so valuable, and I would like to have had this a very long time ago for myself. My question for you now then is, of all of these lessons that led you to write What's Next and that you see in your coaching practice, what are the things that you're finding most difficult or most common across young professionals today? Are there a few major themes of where people are really struggling or more challenged? The major thing I see yeah, is they're always in a hurry. Oh, <laughs> okay. They're always in a hurry. They want to arrive at that destination. I need to get there right now. Okay. okay? But there's no such thing as a microwave career. You cannot microwave <laughs> Yeah. I think that's the title of your second book. <laughs> I like that. You were telling me that. <laughs> oh, good. I like it a lot. You cannot microwave your career. Seriously. You have to give it time and patience because I see a lot of, they, they just want to arrive at the destination very fast. Like give me a quick fix. I want to be on a fast track. Understandably. Yeah. You have great performance. But the potentials, you have the potentials, okay? Um, you started the job today and then in two years you want to be a manager. You may be performing at your optimum, but then again, the competencies that you require, that takes time to build mm. the agility, the ability, the grit that it takes to sustain mm. is not something that you can get on a quick fix. That was number one, is so many are in a hurry. Did you say you had a second one? Yeah, okay, so, yeah, don't be in a hurry. Then learn, be open to learning, Mm. okay? Because a lot of times when I I engage people, I I love to read a lot, and I say, okay, okay, so what book are you reading now? (laughs) And sometimes I've heard somebody say to me, I don't have time to read. Oh, 
and they're like, excuse you? <laughs> you don't have time to read. What do you do with your time? Okay. Ah. So we need to find knowledge is key mm. and we should be open to learning. We should be open to learning. Nobody knows it all. Yeah. Okay. We know everything. We should all be hungry to learn, improve, develop, because everything is changing. And in the world we live in today, what we have today is not what we had in 2019. Yes. Everything has changed. So I should be able to stay relevant in my job, in the job that I'm doing today. How am I going to be relevant if I don't learn, if I don't improve it, if I don't open myself up for learning opportunities? Yeah. So before we close, I want to ask my closing question, which is, Knowing about the Me Sweet listeners, what advice do you have for us that we could start doing differently on Monday? For me, I always say to people, yeah, you need to take ownership of your life and your career. Yeah. If you haven't started doing that, today is a good time to start taking ownership of your life and your career. And then everything changes when you start taking responsibility. And stop blaming people for your lot in life. Okay? Because a lot of times you find people outsourcing their careers to their HR and to their line managers. Ah. Your career is not going to move forward if you do that. Okay? So you need to take ownership of it. Okay, this is interesting. What would it look like for someone who was previously maybe blaming HR to take ownership on Monday? What does that look like? Is it an activity? What is it? It's a decision that you have to make. Okay. Because a lot of times I often see a lot of you, okay, in my capacity as HR and I'm engaging people and I recommend to you, okay, I, I think you should read this book. I think you should go for this training. And you hear somebody say, my organization has not sent me on a training. And I'm like, how about you spend some money on yourself to train yourself? Uh. Because at the end of the day, you're going to leave the organization with your skills, with your competencies, and you're going to carry them somewhere else. Okay. So why wait for the organization to train you? Because you already know where you're going. You have your career map drawn out for you. You have your career goals. Mm. So what are the gaps you're addressing? You, you cannot wait for somebody. You need to make a mental decision to say, okay, I'm taking charge. Yeah. Okay. My organization does support me. I'll take the support. That's fine. But for me, this is my focus. I'm taking charge and I'm taking care of myself because I know how I want to be positioned in the future. I know how I want to drive my career. Yeah. So that's you, ownership of your career, making a decision to take ownership of your career. Okay, so I want to challenge if there are any listeners themselves or maybe they have young professionals in their lives, maybe they're the parents of these young people, if you've been thinking about wanting to grow in an area and maybe the training isn't coming to you in the workplace, take ownership of that and go after it and try to get it for yourself and maybe absolutely. make a decision about that on Monday. Yes, absolutely. So a very real treat personally and professionally to have had you in the Me Suite today. Thank you. And this is Chinwe Onachukwu, everybody. Thank you so much, Donna. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. 
For executive and career coaching services, contact me, Donna Peters, at themesuite.com, LinkedIn, and Twitter. The website is the-me-suite.com. Sweet is spelled like executive suite. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps us continue to shine a mic on more amazing people.